What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hub Therapy. My name is Brandon. I hope you're doing good. My day is going pretty cool, so let's jump into it. So the topic of this episode is going to be having an imbalance as a child and how it shapes you as an adult. And I think this topic is important because many people are wounded as children, and they never got the proper healing as adults. A lot of times we feel... Uh, the way that we are is just the way that we are, and that's just the way that we was born. But a lot of the traits and thoughts and habits we have were pushed down to us from our parents. Because maybe they didn't know how to stop them, or they just didn't feel the need to, so they push it down to you. And in turn, this becomes a generational curse because we push it down to our children, and it just it's a process that keeps recurring. So, starting off with gender, um, I think. The gender, the normal gender stereotypes, you know, men should be strong. They should be the protectors. They shouldn't cry. They shouldn't have emotion, you know, or they have to have money to be considered a man. A lot of times these stereotypes really, they they really affect us. And even coming and saying, you know, sissy or softy or even my favorite, man up. And I think man up, saying man up to a growing man, it... It creates an imbalance with you because I feel a lot of times when you hear that, it's just like, I'm not enough or what am I doing that's not considered to be man enough? And then you kind of start to show a facade and start to change yourself because you feel like you're not enough and that you have to be more to be considered a man. And then for women, it's, you know, women should be the backbone. They should be strong. They should be leading the household. Common names that are our women are called, as you know, whore, slut you know, champ, that type of thing. And I think this is important because not only does it affect us, it really starts to mold our friendships and our relationships. These type of things, like not being able to receive or give love. So for example, if your parents show love by buying you stuff and then somebody else show you love by being affectionate, so like, you know, hugs and kisses and that type of thing, it's going to be something that's foreign to you. You know, it's something that you don't understand because you was never, you wasn't raised in that type of, way of expressing love and then i feel this makes it harder on us because if the only way that you felt you were giving love is by someone cussing you out and disrespecting you and that type of thing and then you find someone who gives you affirmation and, and it's positive to you and actually show that they actually care and believe in you it's a lot harder to receive it because you've never been exposed to this type of love it's something that's foreign to you it's like you you less receptive and nine times out of ten if someone is disrespecting you calling you out of your name and that type of thing it's not really love Someone who genuinely love you and put themselves in a position to tear you down, to see you at your lowest, to see you sad, you know, to rejoice when you're down and out. Even down to not knowing how to express yourself, you know, or not knowing how to be vulnerable or really not knowing how to trust or understand healthy boundaries. And, and many times it's like with relationships and friendships, that hole that we were missing as a child or that, that void that we have, it's like we grab other people, we gravitate towards other people to fill in that hole, which is kind of unfair to them, but it's also unfair to us because we trying to find happiness in somebody or something that might not even know what happiness is. You know, we trying to gain happiness from someone, and it's like we put all that weight on their shoulders to make us happy or fix the void that our parents caught, which in turn destroys relationships. And I think this is important because no matter how how much money you have, how many cars you have, how many designer clothes you have, or even how many women or men you have, how many people you're sleeping with, if you don't have these three things, a sense of satisfaction within yourself so you're happy with who you are in and out, uh, understanding of yourself so you know who you are, know what you want and what you need, 
and then also having gratitude for what you already possess the desires that you want and the, the, the void that you have it will never be filled materialistics won't fill that void it'll just make it easier to cope with it's more of a distraction than anything speaking about parents let's talk about toxic parents i mean i think about it like this our parents were once kids too you know so it's like many of them couldn't heal from what hurt them many of them don't know how to heal from what hurt them and it's easier to just put it to the side but it hurts you in the long run because it's like that that emotion out those feelings those um thoughts they're still there you know, and all it takes is one situation for you to snap right back into that mentality that you had as a child or feel like you felt as a child. You know, and if like these things, they may seem insignificant, but really I feel they shape us in all aspects. When it comes to like a single parent, you know, the mother is the one who gives the compassion, the emotional attachment, the trust and stuff like that. And your father is the one who brings the protection, your guidance, your inner growth, your inner strength. You know, and I feel missing ones really throws you off. Even hearing he ain't shit or she ain't shit or they don't matter, don't talk to them. I feel it messes with you because you start to, when you start to build connection, you have a lack of trust when it comes to them. You know, and many times when we come from these one-parent households, we're not really told how to find a husband or what it really means or what a wife really is or how we should look for a wife or how we should look for a husband. It's a really, really tough cycle because it's like it affects you mentally and affects you emotionally and many times it affects you when it become when it comes to your attachments so a lot of times many people i see many people with unhealthy attachments and it's like a lot of times our family be the ones that be our first unhealthy figures they be the first ones that are toxic towards us or negative towards us you know and i feel like it, it confuses you to thinking that something is love when it's really not you know you feel like okay because my mom called me out of my name and was disrespectful towards me then and I know she loved me. I feel like for somebody else to love me, they have to do the same thing. I feel that sets us up for being hurt because of a lack of discernment. We don't know what is good and what is bad, you know? And if you don't know what unhealthy attachments are, how do you? How can you resist them? Well, I feel a lot of times we become attached to the materialistic things that make us feel valued because we don't see that value within ourselves. But as far as how to heal the imbalances, I think you really have to reteach yourself that you are worth more than you think, and you are worth more than everybody else is telling you. You know, as a child, you know, they probably told you you wasn't shit, or you wasn't going to grow up to be shit, or you was going to be like your daddy or your mom or whoever. But I feel you have to reteach yourself and really give you, put value within yourself, because if you don't see the value within yourself, then nobody else will see it from the outside. And give yourself daily affirmations. Find ways to embrace you for you. Find ways to embrace the things that people told you were weird or, you know, the things that people told you that people shouldn't do. You know, but that's what makes you you in the end. It may be weird to them or it may seem like it doesn't make sense to them. But that's you and that's what makes you you. And I feel many times we grow up in these imbalanced households as a child and we don't fully understand as adults. It's not our fault that we have been imbalanced, but you have the, we have the power to change it. We have the power to change it so it's not passed on to our descendants. I mean, if healing was easy, everyone would do it. I mean, but what? We're not everyone, though. We are different because we, have, we know we had the power to change our scenario. But in order for us to change our scenario, we have to believe that we can. And we have to believe it's worth it in doing so. So... I challenge you to speak out on these issues. You know, these, these imbalances, they go unheard of and they go uncommented on because many times we just see them as normal. But our voice is our power. We have to speak up on these type of things, especially when we know it's wrong. Use your voice like you're going to lose it.
Use it in a way that's going to benefit you and your descendants. You know? But that's all I got. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I be from Israel. B-F-R-M-I-S-R-E-L. I hope you like this episode. But just think about it, though. You know, a lot of times it's much deeper than it seems on the surface. But I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace. Thank you.